What's up, wrestling fans? That Ring Scoops guy here with another mailbag show for you guys here to answer your questions. You submitted the questions on Instagram, and I thank you guys so much. And I've got questions and answers for you right here, right now. So without further ado, let's get to our first question. First question asks, uh, dream arena or location to witness a wrestling show live in? Um, so what arenas would I like to, to watch wrestling in? It's a good one, man. Um, um, the first one that comes to my, my mind, uh, Madison Square Garden. I've never been to MSG. I know there's been, a, you know, over the years, over the past, like, 100 years or so, there's been a couple buildings on, uh known as Madison Square Garden. So, of course, when I say MSG, I don't mean, like, the original because it's not actually there. But, uh, yeah, Madison Square Garden, man. Um, it was, um, especially in its heyday, it was the, the mecca of professional wrestling, the mecca of sports entertainment and boxing. And there's so many, so many different things have occurred at Ma- Madison Square Garden. The history of MSG is so rich. Um, I, I would I, I would absolutely love to go to New York and to go to MSG um, and not just, you know, wrestling and boxing and stuff like that. But I mean, MSG, like I mean, Andrew Dice Clay sold out MSG, um, you know, so many different, you know, entertainment um, uh, characters and personalities have gone up and down the road with MSG, just put on tremendous shows. So MSG would be one of them. Uh, I've always wanted to go to Japan, so I would love to go to the Tokyo Dome to see a show too. Um, I just, I'm enthralled by Japanese culture. Um, so if I ever got to travel the world, I think Japan would be up there, like in the top three places that I would go to. Um, in Wembley in the UK, I would love to go to the UK. I've got a lot of friends that have made over, uh, over the years online that live in the UK. Um, my buddy Andy Steven, he came out to uh, WrestleMania 30 when it was in New Orleans, and I was there at WrestleMania 30, and we got to meet up for the first time. We met in like 2001, 2002, so you know, 2014 rolls around, and we're in the same city. We got to meet up, and it was really cool to finally um, meet you know Andy in person. And I know there's a lot of other people out there in the UK that I've I've talked with uh, over the years that live in the UK, I, w- I would love to meet up with them and just chill and geek out about wrestling and just enjoy the culture and, and, and see everything around. So my top three uh, arenas or locations to witness a, a wrestling show live in uh, MSG, the Tokyo dome and Wembley stadium. So there you go. Uh, next question here is uh, what's your favorite chicken shit heel of all time? <laughs> All right. Uh, well, to answer that, I'm gonna, first I'm going to classify. Uh, there, there's a distinction between heels. Um, people probably thinking, well, dude, a heel is a heel, right? I mean, come on, chicken shit or not? No, there's there's two different things. There's there's badass heels. There's chicken shit heels. You know, there's um, there's heels that don't try to be a heel, but they still get that go away heat. Um, you know, I I think to me a chicken shit heel is somebody that. They they wouldn't start a fight with you in a million years if their life depended on it, uh, like a straight up fight or anything like that. And they can never find that inner beast to actually stand up for themselves, like a hardened badass heel. Like a badass heel would be like Harley Race, you know, um, uh, Ric Flair. You know, it's totally different than a chicken shit heel. So uh, now that I got that definition out there, it's easy for me to kind of pinpoint it. Chicken shit heel, Bobby the Brain Heenan. This dude would just 
pester people. He would get on their nerves. He he would do anything he can to get under your skin. But if you were ever face-to-face with him, he would not talk the crap that he did. He would not pull those antics. He only did those when, in his mind, he thought that he can get away with it. And I think some honorable mentions to that go to uh, the honky-tonk man and Jim Cornette. I don't think we see that many chicken shit heels nowadays because I think everybody since, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin was a badass heel, uh, you know, temporarily there in the 90s until it was just cool. There was really no face or heel or anything like that. It was a gray area. But, uh, you know, at that time, everybody was just like, man, I want to be like Steve Austin. And being a heel became the cool thing to do. I don't think we see that many chicken shit heels that much. Um, I know like on the Indies out here in SoCal, um, Jack Fancy, I would consider a, a chicken shit heel. Um, he, his character is, is very good, uh, but he's also very old school too. I know he's been around the business for a while, so he's got that experience. But as far as like, like newer names, um, you know, honky tonk man, Jim Cornette, Bobby, the brain Heenan, I think a very underrated chicken shit heel. And it may be surprised you when I mention his name here is a uh, marvelous Mark Marrow. Uh, now Marrow, I mean, he, he's borderline, right? But I would say like when, when he was marvelous, Mark Marrow and he was doing the stuff with Sable, I mean, he, there was a lot of chicken shit things that he did, man, you know, covering Sable up with a potato sack. Um, you know, he, he was, he was jealous of a woman that got cheered. So, yeah, I would I would throw him up there as well. Uh next question here, uh what is your top 5 uh best wrestling companies currently? Um out of everything that I watch that's on my plate right now, if I had to pick the top 5 and I mean, you can interpret this any way you want if you want to put this like when I mention these if if this is the order that you want to prefer that I ranked them in that's fine um i just wrote them down as what came to my mind first but uh number one uh wwe i will always be a wwe fan um through and through until the end of my my days here on this planet um recently i've been really getting into and really enjoying major league wrestling i think mlw is a promotion on the rise to watch MLW is doing tremendous things, and I highly recommend everybody check out MLW. Their show is is free every week, Monday nights on YouTube, uh, the hour before Monday Night Raw. And when they build up to their big super cards, usually that Monday afterwards, you get to see that super card for free too. So it's it's free content. It's amazing. The commentary is great. The characters are great. The wrestling is great. The production is phenomenal. It's some of the best production that I've ever seen in my life from a non-WWE standpoint. Uh, MLW, definitely up there. Um, I mean, you know, got to go with AEW. AEW's got to be on the list. Uh, they got they got a lot of money to throw around. They got a very good-sized roster. Um, they, their, their roster is very talented. Um, they, you know, they got some kink kinks on the production side to kind of work out, but that, I mean, they're a new promotion. They're an upstart, right? Uh, so, I mean, AEW is definitely on there. Uh, impact wrestling. I've been getting back into them uh, the past uh, year. Uh, I think impact's got some really good production. I think some of the business moves that they're, they're making, um, are pretty good. It kind of sucks still about the whole talent pay thing that that's still an issue in 2019 for them. But, uh, you know, other than that, it's it's enjoyable product and then uh evolve i think evolve is doing some really good stuff as well um my first time watching evolve was when they did the special on the wwe network and and i I was i was hooked um so i'm throwing evolve on that list as well so that's i hope that answers your question 
And the final question here comes in, uh, should a wrestler get a manager to help progress in their career? Um, yeah, man. Uh, if, if the wrestler can't talk or even if they just like, if they could talk, but the gimmick doesn't call for it, then, um, I think a manager is, is perfect. I mean, that's what the manager was for. Uh, the manager, um, I think a lot of people confuse, you know, manager trying to get heat and all that kind of stuff. You know, they think managers should get the heat for themselves. The job of the, the manager is to get the heat and transfer it over to the person that they're managing. They're not supposed to keep the heat uh, unless it's a special circumstance. But, yeah, absolutely. If if there's any situation where the manager is going to be able to help get that person over, then by all means, you put that person with a manager, face or heel. That's kind of like the whole, you know, the mega powers thing, right? Um when when Savage was a face and he was teaming up with Hogan and they had Elizabeth, right? Well, you use that manager, use that valet to kind of fuel things to wedge between the two, and it led to the explosion of the Mega Maniacs or the Mega Powers. Mega Maniacs was uh, Beefcake and, and Hogan. Anyway. I hope that answers your guys' questions. Uh, stay tuned at Ring Scoops on Instagram for uh, this coming week. I'm going to put up another thing asking you guys to submit questions for another mailbag show. Don't forget to follow Ring Scoops on Twitter and, of course, on Instagram at Ring Scoops. Leave a comment down below with your thoughts, with your answers on these questions as well. And don't forget ringscoops.com and prowrestlingtees.com slash ringscoops as well. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching and be cool.